As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Football is in full effect, brother, with many teams, college and NFL, strutting their stuff. You might not be at the game, but you can still be on the action at BetOnline. BetOnline is going the extra mile to make sure you can get on everything imaginable this season. Game spreads, totals, the team player and coaching props. BetOnline gives you more options to wager than any place online. Head to BetOnline today and use the promo code ARMCHAIR to take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. BetOnline, your online sportsbook expert. All right, guys, welcome to another Pig Panther Rants. Sorry about that. In Sports Rants Podcast, Juan Harris, your host, brought to you by Armchair Media. Hashtag take a seat. And by Bet Online. Well, it's been an interesting week so far. It's happy. Well, first of all, guys, happy Friday to you. I haven't really had time to do a show, and this one's on a Friday morning, and really. You know, I could have done this. I mean, I, I really could have done this Monday if I wanted to because what's the point of previewing Pitt, Florida State? But I guess I'll do that anyway. As you all know, the election happened this uh, past Tuesday and it's still going on. We still don't have a winner. And I'm sure we'll have one here pretty soon. Well, the winner will be announced. But I think for the next few weeks, he'll be probably, you know, he'll be challenged. Because, you know, the reason why is the, uh, the ra- you know, the race is, t- is too close, very close. And of course, um, regardless of who loses, the loser is always going to challenge the results, recount and whatnot. And with the race being as close, you know, they owe it to themselves and their voters to challenge it. I mean, that's just how it is. I mean, you know, I'm just trying to do this from a neutral point of view. I mean, Joe Biden loses a very close election. He's going to probably challenge and do a recount. And I'm sure Donald Trump is going to do the same if it happens to him. I mean... You owe it to your voters, to your base, to give it a shot. Now, moving on, some stuff happened with Pitt uh, football. Paris Ford opted out for the season. And he's going to get himself ready for the NFL draft. Now, I mean, I I was looking at an article earlier from Post-Gazette writer John McGonigal about how you know, Paris Ford almost, he actually almost transferred out of Pitt because he wasn't playing enough. I mean, we all knew, I mean, at that time, Paris was, you know, he really wasn't ready yet. I mean, he very, very talented kid, but he just wasn't ready. 
And he cited uh, COVID-19 as a reason as to why he was leaving. And Narduzzi mentioned that, that uh, COVID-19 didn't come up in the conversation. I'm not sure what did, but... Obviously, it's a business decision for him to go. Mainly because, well, you know, he's a top draft pick. And I, don't th- I mean, it's not so much COVID. You know, what if he gets hurt? And the way the offense has been playing, you're going to be seeing the field a lot more because, well, the offense just sucks. So why risk injury? So I have no issue with Paris Ford leaving. I totally understand where he's coming from. I mean, sure, you'd hate to see people or players leave in the middle of a season, where they bail out, where they where you feel like they've bailed on the t- on you know, on, your, on the team for their own for their own interests. But with um, the way this season's been. The way this whole year's been, there's really nothing to play for now. They're, they've lost four. They, they were three zero. They lost four straight. There's not much else to play for, and especially if you're a number one. You know, if you're a, a, a first round pick, there's definitely nothing to play for now. I mean, sure, he could have. Um, he was mentioned for all these college football awards. But let's be honest here. At three and four, is he really getting a consideration for those awards? Probably not. He's definitely not going to win them. I mean, if this season goes really in the tank, he's not going to get any consideration for the for this stuff. Unless he's Aaron Donald. I mean... It was six and six, and he he won a whole bunch of awards. But come on now, I mean, it's a crapshoot, and I really don't think he's going to. Um, let's be honest. I mean, has he has he been as dom- has he been as dominant as Aaron Donald was his, his senior year? Probably not. I mean, he, I mean, Ford's been a hell of a player, but I mean, Aaron Donald, uh, he was. He was on our level. But uh, taking this place is going to be Brandon Hill. And the staff is really high on him, and that's great. Hey, I don't see any more players opting out. I mean, DeMar Hamlin, I'm sure, would be one person to think about. But if he would opted out, he would never came back in the first place. And the way the quarterback situation is right now, I mean, Kenny Pickett may not be back this t- may not be back tomorrow. So you're dealing with um, Joey Bevel or, or no, Joey Yellen or Davis Bevel or Nick Patty. I mean, pick your poison. You know, Joey didn't have a great game. I, I liked him when he played against Miami. I thought he had, you know, he has potential, but. When your offensive line can't block, can't really block for you. Uh, it's kind of a moot point. 
But, I mean, I wish Paris Ford the best of luck. I mean, I hope he does well at the next level. I hope, you know, hope he, you know, hope he succeeds in, his, in accomplishing his dreams. And I think he'll make a hell, I think he'll make one hell of a pro, a pro, you know, pro football player. Now let's get to Pitt, Florida State. Both teams, well, Florida State's two and four. Pitt's three and four. And of course, my youngest child has woken up. So I guess we won't be doing these. Well, let me check real quick. While we're back here, guys, uh, yeah, my youngest child did wake up. And basically, with any four-year-old, he woke up needing to use the bathroom and to go back to sleep. So, you know, I used to podcast from my car, and now here I am at home doing parental and adulting stuff while trying to podcast. Now, going back to Pitt of Florida State, um, Florida State, very similar offense. I mean, well, Jordan Travis uh, is their top player right now on offense. He plays quarterback. He's a thrower and a runner. He's more of a runner than a thrower, actually. He's more of like a, you know, like, like a Mikel Cunningham type of player. But Florida State, for the most part, has been good. I mean, they beat North Carolina a few weeks ago. They were up, I think, big, and I don't think they scored. They, they didn't score a single point in the second half and still, still won the game. Phenomenal. Defensively, they're giving up almost 500 yards a game. They're giving, they're giving up 281 yards in the air and over 200 on the ground. But in Pitt's case, this is kind of irrelevant because, well, we can't run the ball and we really can't throw the ball now. If Kenny Pickett is back tomorrow, I give Pitt a really good chance to win this game. If he's not... Um, we're just going to need a little more of a decent game from Joey Yellen or Davis Bevel or Nick Patty, whoever's going to play quarterback on Saturday. We're going to need someone with a decent game for them and, of course, not turn the ball over, getting the ball to receivers. And, of course, we're going to have to somehow try to run the ball as well. We'll, we'll see how that goes for us. It all comes down to play calling. It all does. It comes down to play calling as well. And what kind of plays we're calling. For Pitt, the only concern I, I see is Jordan Travis. I mean, he can throw and he can run. And just a Mikel Cunningham and Louisville Pitt has to keep him contained. And I'm not sure how we're going to do I mean, our secondary got burned two weeks ago. and But... but to our credits, I mean, Florida State isn't uh, Notre Dame. They're not Notre Dame. So, I give um, 
you know, currently the spread in this game is Florida State minus two, over under 51. I think the game goes under. I mean, it's easy to say it goes over, but I think it goes under. And I'm going to take Pitt to win. I'm going to go with a Pitt victory this week. I'm going to drink the Kool-Aid and think, say Pitt's going to dig themselves out of this four-game losing streak. And if you're going to dig yourself out of a losing streak, this is where you do it. This is the game. Because Pitt's allowing, six, Pitt's allowing per game on defense 69 rushing yards. Nice. Passing yards 220.3. I mean, it's, I mean, it's kind of standard. I mean, that's actually good, uh, still a good number. I mean, so, I mean, I go with that. I mean, I, yeah. They're going to have to make uh, Jordan Davis, Jordan Travis throw the ball, and I just don't see, uh, you know, I just don't see anything good coming out of that. Now, look at the rest of the ACC. Well, we got... Miami and NC State. Um, Miami is five and one. And NC State's four and two. Miami's favorite by ten and a half. I don't, you know. Hmm. I go with Miami though, but I think NC State covers the ten and a half. Liberty, Virginia Tech. Tech should win that game easily. North Carolina, Duke. This well, this isn't basketball, so. Duke has been bad, but so I think Sam Hell and company pass all over Duke. Boston College and Syracuse. Syracuse is a mess. BC is a two-touchdown favorite in this one. I'm obviously going with Boston College in this one. Pretty easy one. Clemson, the, 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 game, the ACC game of the, of the week, Clemson, their game. Now... I guess Trevor Ferguson's back this week. I'm sorry, it's Trevor Lawrence. I'm getting my names mixed up, but if he's if Trevor Lawrence is still out, and I'm thinking he probably is, well, I'm gonna go with Notre Dame in this one. I mean, they struggled inside Boston College last week, and Notre Dame is a lot better this year than what they've been. So, yeah, I'm definitely going with, uh, yeah, Clemson's a minus five, which I kind of find feel feel pretty weird, but I think Notre Dame pulls this one off. Now, going around the top 25, there's Michigan-Indiana. That's a big, that's actually <laughs> a big game because Michigan's 23rd ranked. Indiana's 13. Michigan comes off a loss to Michigan State. Jim Harbaugh, obviously, is Jim Harbaugh. And I don't know if you can really put this whole thing on Jim Harbaugh. Michigan's been a mess since Lloyd Carr left. They hired Rich Rodriguez out of West Virginia, and he was a totally different coach, totally different style than what Lloyd Carr was. And the offense was pretty good under Rich Rodriguez towards the end of his tenure, but they just couldn't stop anybody on defense. They bring in uh, Brady Hoke. And, of course, Bray Hook wasn't good enough for them. So they get rid of him. And they have Jim Harbaugh. 
So, you know, you got to let the guy build still. I mean, they're not there yet. I mean, they've had a whole, had a whole mess ahead of them. But as far as other games go on, the Pac-12, they're back this weekend. And we start, this, we start the game off with USC and Arizona State. Uh, take USC. West Virginia and Texas, this game is at Austin, so I'm going with Texas. Florida and Georgia. Florida's eighth ranked. Georgia's fifth. Now, this is an interesting game. Um, probably going with Georgia in this one. I like the rest. Oklahoma State playing at Kansas State. Oklahoma State, for whatever reason, just couldn't beat Texas last week, and they, are, they had a clear path to the Big 12 title and probably a path to the college football playoff. But they're now down to 14, and now, uh, you know, Kansas State comes with a loss to West Virginia. Eh, I go Kansas State. And that's it as far as the uh, ACC Top 25 is concerned. Oh, wait a minute. There's Maryland and Penn State. And Penn State is not listed as being ranked anymore, which is kind of odd. They're a 25-point favorite against Maryland. And I think... uh, Twenty-five points is pretty generous, I think. I mean, it depends on how, you know, depends on how bad Minnesota really was against, you know, they play Illinois. I mean, yeah, it depends on how bad they really are. Um, I was pretty high the other week on Lamont Wade. I thought he played very well against Indiana. But he got... Burnt pretty bad playing Ohio State. I mean, they exposed him in coverage pretty bad. And if anything, uh, he kept a lot, of, a lot of the Ohio State's drives alive because he couldn't cover. I mean, the guy has a nose for the ball. He forces turnovers. He makes plays. But you got to make plays in coverage, and he wasn't doing it. And they exposed it. I mean, I mean, I give Penn State credit. They battled back in the second half. They made it a football game, kind of. But they dug themselves a hole and big enough where they couldn't just dig out of it. You know, they couldn't get out of it. But I think Penn State will regroup. They'll win this game. Uh, Maryland beat Minnesota, and Minnesota just isn't good this year. And I know cover. Well, James Franklin hates not covering, so we'll see how that goes. It's 25 points. It's a big stretch. I mean, I know Penn State destroyed Maryland last year, but Maryland's a little different this year, we think. So we'll see. But you guys, with the pandemic, with these games going on, I mean, you have lives and things like that, with you know, especially single guys, or even, you know, even married guys as well, or guys are taken you gotta you know you gotta keep things 
maintained down there. And that's why we have Manscaped. With the Lawnmower 3.0, with skin safe technology, you're not gonna worry, but you're not gonna have worry about, you know, cutting your balls, nipping your balls or whatnot. It's not gonna ruin your evening. Because you can, I mean, plus it's got lights. It's got light where you can, you know, if the power goes out or whatever, you can, you can manscape in the dark. And of course, we have the crop preserver. It's a deodorant for your balls. So yeah, you're uh, you're special somebody, or some or a female you're trying to impress or whatever. I mean, well, you, you know, oh, you know, it is 2020. It could even be another guy. I mean, you're trying to impress. I mean. Go to manscaped.com, use the promo code armchair, you'll get 20% off your purchase and the free shipping. And plus they got the plus they got these things called the shears. And it's, you know, it's it's gonna keep your nails well manicured. I mean, personally I bite my nails, so it wouldn't matter to me, but so go check it out, you guys. Or if not, you know. But you know, guys, the football being back in session. And, of course, the NBA announced that they'll be back pretty soon. Go to Online. They're going an extra mile to make sure you get on everything imaginable. Game spreads, totals, team player coaching props. Online gives you more options to wager any place online. So go to Online today. and Use promo code ARMCHAIR. Get advantages of all the sign bonuses. Online, your online sports wagering experts. All right, guys, I'm going to leave it here because there's not much else to talk about. Um, Steelers are 7-0. That's awesome. Let's hope they can keep it up. I mean, with the way, way things are going, I mean, the Ravens supposedly had a bunch of guys with COVID. How nice of them. But anyways, let's get through this week. And let's hope we get some results soon. Hell to pit. Bye.